Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Y'all, I be taking so long to come on here um, to to do a new episode some days because literally sometimes I feel like I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> so I sit there and I try to think and think and think about a topic and oftentimes if I feel like it's not organic, I'm definitely not going to do it. Like if I get on here and I pre have a topic to talk about, that means it's really been swirling on my head and I really have a thought about it. But it's just some days where I feel like I've thought everything I'm going to th- think and I've resolved it or just kind of put it so far in the back of my mind where it's nothing I really want to have a whole conversation about and so I sit there wondering well what am I going to talk about on video today because as you all know who have been watching I'm on a 365 day challenge so by December 31st 2022 I want to see that I've done at minimum and that's minimum 365 videos I may get to a point where I'm doing more in a day but right now, I want to commit to just doing a video a day. And those of you who have been watching, if I miss a day, then I go back and I make up those videos. But I'm committed to those 365 videos on a 365-day calendar. And it's cool because right now, what is this? This will be video 33 even though it's the second because there's 31 days in January. So I did, you know, I I got one month month strong. And on some of those days I didn't record. I had to double up when I was at a conference earlier this month. I remember having to do three videos in a day because the Wi-Fi was like $17 a night and I wasn't going to pay for that. So I had enough bandwidth to record it, but not enough to upload my videos the way I need it to so I'm committed to this thing y'all so sometimes when I get on here you know those videos especially that you see are called random chats which this one probably will be is me just coming on here flowing with it and I may touch on different things it may end up having a focus it may not but Again, my intent for Wondering Whitley is that I hope things that I talk about, you know, can bring value to you. Maybe it's just a conversation. Maybe it's just you listening in on like, oh, you know, sometimes I think that too. But literally, it's just me on here sharing my experience, sharing my thoughts, asking myself questions, bringing forth just ideas, you know, and thoughts that I'm literally thinking about or things that I use to challenge myself or ideas or concepts. My intent really isn't to give advice. If I do, you know, it just comes as a result of what I'm talking about and what's on my heart to say or share. But literally, I use this for myself because me saying it out loud, me just documenting my process and documenting what I'm saying or what I'm sharing. I don't know who it'll add value to or what people will take away, but my intention is for healing and to share my journey and to share just my main thoughts. And I think 
you know, people who consume my podcast in this in this platform, whether on YouTube or you listen on Spotify or Anchor, you're seeking growth. And that's that's what my life is centered around. I'm intentional about my growth. I put myself in situations, I believe, sometimes I don't need to in order to grow. In order to grow, I I try not to let life just happen to me or I grow as a result of making like mistakes that can be avoidable. I try to be very intentional about pursuing growth, pursuing that next level. And so there are things that I think about. There are things that I consume. Like there's not a day that goes by where I'm not consuming content that is feeding me in the direction I want to go, whether it's about relationships, whether it's about the black experience, whether it's about history, whether it's about what's going on in the world, whether it's reading, listening to a new book, like every single day. And when I say every day, I mean every day. There's not a day that goes by where I'm not consuming something, even if it's one thing that deals with growth and I found myself asking myself the other day, I'm like, dang, how do people have so much time to watch like all of this TV and stuff? Like I just, I I was telling myself I don't have the time and really I do. But then when I look at sometimes how I use my time, it's just that I choose to use my time sometimes on things that are, that are growing me. And I'm not saying other shows aren't because I do want to get back into making time to just sit back and watch certain series like there is this uh show called Abbott Elementary everybody is watching I want to watch it because of the woman who wrote it and who's starring in it um she's a very dope comedian I'm excited about her growth and her trajectory she reminds me a lot of Issa Rae in their story and their progress um towards Hollywood so that's the main reason I want to watch it but a lot of people have said it's good I kind of want to get into Euphoria only because Zendaya is in there and I really like her as an actress and a model. Um, I did watch Janet last weekend because I'm in love with Janet. Like she she's been all over my playlist like that. Yeah, so I love Janet, Michael, like anybody who close to me know I love them. <laughs> So you like I I spend time, you know, I try to make time for those things. And I by no means think I'm like better than anybody because like I don't sit up and watch TV. No, I just I don't at all because I think, you know, if if you're somebody who watches TV and, and watches a whole lot of movies and know what's, you know, going on in that creative aspect, and you're also reaching your goals, I actually admire people like that. Now, the people who just spend all their time watching TV, and they not reaching none of their goals, and like, you know, like, it it seems like you could tell by what they talk about, you know, how they take care of their body, mind, you know, their progress in life, that yeah, you sit up and watch TV all day, then no. But people who can balance that and they're still very productive and they're reaching their goals, you know, and have that type of time, I admire that because I'm striving to find that balance. I think for me, 
once I set a focus on something, I can get so tuned in that I tune everything else out, even if I'm not intentionally doing it. Like today, um, my district, thank God, we are off for the next two days because in our state, once we get like a, a warning of some ice, even if it's just a little slither, we're going to be the whole city shut down and I ain't mad at it. So this was the first time um, I've been able to come straight home after school, like in a long time. <laughs> and so when I got home, I ate, I went to go give me some food. And then I came home and I laid down. Um, and I think I was probably only asleep for like 30 minutes and I got up. And I was just scrolling through uh, my Twitter feed, Instagram. I was reading and I kept looking at this camera and the camera was looking at me and I was looking at the camera and the camera was looking at me. <laughs> and I didn't really I, I just kept laying on my bed because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, you know, and it'd be at those moments that I got to make a decision. Willie, really just get on camera, because if you don't make a decision, you're going to end up not doing it. And who's to say tomorrow you'll feel the same way and you won't have anything to talk about. And I think sometimes that's how I've fallen off my goals, not even just once like this of like that point of not feeling like it. And the reality is and it wasn't even that I didn't feel like it. It was like I didn't feel like I had anything to talk about. Today wasn't so much of like, oh, I don't feel like doing that. It was like I didn't think I had anything to talk about. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and that comes with with pursuing goals and trying to discipline yourself to reach a new level of consistency or, or to train your consistency muscle. Because I do think consistency can be built. It, it is a skill that can be sharpened. It can be strengthened. Um, because consistency is proven when you don't feel like it. Strict consistency and discipline is proven when everything in you is saying, I don't want to do that, you know, but you do it anyway because you know it's what you need to do to get to the next level or you know it's what a feeling that you have to overcome to be able to see the results or to reap the benefits that you want. And that's when discipline and consistency is really proven. That's when you're able to say, yeah, I'm disciplined. I'm consistent because when you commit to something over a long period of time and, you know, we know how we go up and down in our feelings and our emotions every day and how in commitment is when you decide to still stick with it, still do what you said you was going to do, still keep your word, still fit it in, still show up. Even though your feelings are telling you, man, forget this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll say that too. Like, you know, don't beat yourself up if that one day you fall off or, you know, don't beat yourself up. Even if you don't always feel like doing something that you know you should do or even things that you feel like you really like. Like I was at school today. And with two of my classes, I just did not just feel like teaching them today. I had my mind on coming home. I really did. And then sometimes I always say this, if you've been watching, like, I love what I do in the sense that I love that I get to teach dance every day. Like, I love like That's what I do. But there's this deep dissatisfaction 
in me that I allow myself to feel that I don't, I don't, I've never seen myself working in a public school full time. Like I don't like getting up Monday through Friday and being at, I have to be at this school every single day. And part of why I say I have to, because that's a main moneymaker of mine right now, you know, until I'm shifting into what I want to do. And that's a large part of why I'm so intent on being consistent with things like this and with my passions, even though they, uh, take up even more time and they they require me to work outside of work even though the work that I have to do right now takes up so much of my time and my day and my energy and my schedule I make room for these other things because the dissatisfaction sometimes I feel when I got to get up and clock into somebody else's job propels me to get on my stuff even harder it it forces me to focus even more intently that's why I just can't relate and I can't understand who some somebody who's dissatisfied with what they do where they are but yet their actions don't show that they really are tired of being where they are you know like it's like you you discontented but your actions show that you want to be here forever because the reality is like we have to put in a level of intentional effort and consistency in the direction that we want to go. And if you're anything like me, you know, where you're balancing the job and the dream at the same time, that is that is a very difficult season. That's a busy season. That's a very tough season because, you know, we all know if you have a regular job or you have real responsibilities that, you know, you got to take, you got to keep this afloat to keep everything else afloat to be able to pour into these extra things. And so is that level of sacrifice. It's that level of like your time and your energy just kind of being split. It's that dissatisfaction you feel about not just being able to focus all of your attention over here and it's tough. It's tough. And even if you're doing something you love in the midst of like something that you really want to do, like there are always elements. I know like for myself, that's like, uh, 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 like there are things about my job that I just don't want to have to deal with. And I went on this Twitter rant the other day just kind of talking about the educational system because even though I'm an educator I believe in formal education like going to school going to college I'm an advocate for that but I think the education system needs a lot of reform you know like like sometimes school feels like to me like I'm babysitting and all I don't like feeling like that even though I'm in a space doing what I really like, sometimes like if you if you're dealing with if you're dealing with kids all day of different age groups and some just got put in your class, you know, yeah, you can do as much fun things as possible. But two, if they dissatisfied with all their other classes, they got like six, seven classes a day that they not really doing well in. You think about the life they know they wanna live. And they're not going to be using the information they learn in here. Like, 
to me, I just feel like the school, the public school system don't really teach you what you need to know in, in real life. Like, like none of the classes I had in middle school, like I use in everyday life today. Like I can't, I can't think of, of one that's like, oh yeah, I really use this algebraic equation when I go to the bank. Like I use simple math. I use simple math every day. Add and subtract, divide, multiply. I use very simple math every day. And I, I just think, and I'm not, I'm not, not an Hey, Spotify, Anchor, I'm sorry, my phone rang, and I knew I should have put it on airplane mode, I just did it right now, but when my phone rang, then the recording goes off, so y'all who are on YouTube, thank you for being patient, I forgot where I was, but <laughs> I was just going on this rant about, you know, um, the school system, yeah, and I, and I sometimes, because of what they're teaching the kids or not kind of teaching the kids and how the day is structured and just pushing this testing overly testing, you know, and they're taking these classes just to show what they know through a multiple choice time test. Like, I just don't believe in that because how many, how many multiple choice time tests have you taken to get the job that you have now. How many of those tests did you have to take or retake to keep the job that you have? And then not only to keep the job, you have to go to the next level. And if you don't pass it, then you got to repeat the level that you on. I just, you know, we don't, that's, that's not the structure of the real world. It's just not. It's just not like once you graduate or whatnot, like if you need a degree for a certain job, cool. But there are so many teachers who are teaching classes like science or math, and that's not even what their degree was in. They barely passed math in school, and they, they your child's math teacher because they couldn't find a job in their area. And then, you know, anybody can really fall into teaching. Like it's, it's really, really simple. Like they could have had dreams to go to the police academy to work at a hospital or something like that, but they didn't go all the way. So they fell into teaching. That's a lot of teachers. <laughs> That's a lot of teachers. You know, they don't even have to be qualified in that area and what they do in some districts now like if you are qualified, like if you go get certified to teach like pre-K through 12 or you go like for Texas specifically, they'll do K through like eight and then they'll do secondary high school. Well, those have different certifications, but say like you are very good at science. And so for one year they teach science, but then the next year you know, two of the math teachers quit. They may have you teach a math section and you don't know nothing about math. Like you wasn't even good at math, but here you are as the teacher. That's what they can do in some of these districts. And I mean, I see it all the time. <laughs> and I'm just like, say, if y'all put me in one of these classrooms, that's the day I'm gonna quit. Like I, ain't, I, you know, health and PE was a stretch. 
they gave me that and I didn't ask for it. But anything outside of that, like that's pretty much in alignment. But anything outside of that, like you're going to have to catch me never. But I, I just think, but though, but that happens, like that could be your child's teacher who is not in that in that expertise and here they are teaching your child and so that's how again I just I just don't agree with the way the public school is set up and I think too that's what stresses teachers out because you got so many kids who also are dissatisfied and also even if they don't know how to ask the question they ask questions like basically what is the point of this and it'd be like, shoot, I can't tell you because I don't use what you're doing in class, what I did in school, the same thing you're doing in school now in everyday life. I don't know. You know, I think certain grades should focus on different things like middle school. You should explore and get exposed to different things, but they should also be taking classes that they like and that they want. And they should just be going deeper into, you know, things that they, you know, know and need to strengthen like. I don't understand statistics, algebra, and all those higher level maths that the average person is not going to use unless they're in a field that requires that type of deep knowledge of that subject, which the average person doesn't go into that field. You know, like I said, I use simple math every day. Most people do. I, I haven't used Y plus N plus X times 5 plus 2 yet since I graduated. I just haven't used it. And again, I'm not downing, you know, I'm just downing certain aspects of education, you know. And so I'm saying all of this because sometimes that puts a pressure on me at my job. Even though I teach dance, there's that element of dealing with a bunch of kids who are also dissatisfied and they schedule. So when they come to me, like, of course they want to have fun and stuff, but my class is still a structure as well. So we can have fun. Some of them don't want to be in there. Some of them wanted another elective, but they trying to push them into what they think they like. And it's just like, uh, like let some of these kids choose. So it, it just adds a pressure. And again, like, one thing, I don't think the kids should be in school this long. Like, I don't think they need to be at school eight hours a day. Like, unless they doing something super experimental and productive and hands-on, but sitting at a desk all day, looking at a computer, staring at these teachers, lecturing. Like, we were in college and didn't have a capacity for that. What makes you think these kids who are still in their most creative mode, you know, want to do that? And so I'm dealing with middle schoolers who you can tell they just exhausted. They over it. And I'm like, dang, that's why these kids know the D word, you know, feeling sad for an elongated period of time. Like you can't say everything on YouTube. But I was like, man, I don't blame them. Because I know when I come here, sometimes it be a drag. Like, dang, y'all be a drag sometimes. But, you know. Thank y'all for letting me rant and complain. I don't know how much time. Let me see how much time I have on this camera, y'all. I'm sorry. Because I only got 29 minutes and I don't want it to cut off on me. Okay. I think I got like five minutes left. <laughs> I think I got like five minutes left on here. But thank y'all for letting me, you know, if you call it complaining, whatever. If you call it ranting, whatever. But to just let it be a random chat today 
again, these are just things I think about. Um, I'm real about where I am, where I'm going. But yeah, the constant dissatisfaction I feel with my day job is what propels me to be consistent in the things that I really, really want to do and the skills that I need to develop and, you know, really putting myself out there and really saying yes to other opportunities and giving myself projects that allow me to develop the skills to really step out on my own because the sooner I could transition to the lifestyle, the the place that I really want to be, like the better off I'll be. And I'm not saying it's going to be perfect on the other side, but it's like that I, I let myself feel that uh, I don't want to go here. And I'm not afraid to say that. And I say that out loud because I always I'm an advocate of two things can be true at once. You can be grateful for where you are. You can be grateful for what you get to do. You can be grateful for your job while at the same time, you know, dissatisfied knowing this is not your end point or your stopping point. The only thing is that dissatisfaction needs to be propelling you to be very intentional and focused on the things that matter. If you're just dissatisfied and you're complaining all the time and you don't want to be there, but then you're not putting in the work in the areas in which you know you need to be putting work in to get to the next level, then then you're just a complainer, you know, and you, you're going to be where you at for a while. Or you're going to be mooching off somebody else, you know, waiting on a handout somewhere, thinking something going to happen magically. And it's not. Um, So, yeah, like it's okay to feel like this ain't what I want to do. I'm not happy with this, but I'm doing the work to make sure I can set myself up. So we just going to be balancing the job and the dream. So I love y'all and I'll see you on the next one.